0: Today, the DOJ is planning on suing Google, and classified documents have now been found at Mike Pence's home. We've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, and I am joined in this very chilly studio by a Blaze TV contributor Jakub Boulianz, also host of The Bottom Line, also joined by Blaze TV contributor John Doyle, host of Heck Off Commie, and I would like to announce, I believe this is the very first time that John Doyle has been back since he has been brought back to Twitter.
1: That is true. That's literally the case. It's been, I think, about two weeks. I've been back on Twitter. Uh, I got myself in a little bit of trouble already. Uh, I do not find that shocking. Very at all. unfine people, but yeah, I'm very excited to be back.
0: Comrade Doyle. Yes. So if you have not been following him, he is back. Elon actually uh, took the duct tape off his mouth. He can now speak freely, at least for the time being. I don't know, as of the time of this taping, because with John, you know, something could happen very quickly. We've got a very quick turnaround with this show. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yes. But as, a, as of the time of this taping, I never know what's going to happen. I just don't
2: them. know if John, Act. do you want to be on Twitter or off Twitter? <laughs> I want to be on Twitter, Yaku. Okay, then don't try to get off. I w-
1: I look, I am the only one speaking truth to the establishment. When I complain about minorities <laughs> the on air, only very, 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 very <laughs> The only one is a very, 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 very. The
2: only one. Broad statement. One of the only ones. Uh, this one speaks truth. That's right. This one speaks truth. But I'm
0: a woman of color, so I don't yes, think oh, they're going to Oh, so gonna, you don't qualify. Yeah, they're gonna, they're, oh, and, and I'm African-American. And you're African-American so I don't. <laughs> okay, I see. These are the rules. Okay. Uh, all right, so the Department of Justice is uh, reportedly preparing to sue Google over their dominance in the digital advertising space. So the report says they are expected to file a lawsuit by the end of the week, and uh, this is a, an antitrust suit. So... It's very bizarre to me, interesting to me, and I, I want to get y'all's take on it. But remember, this is this is the, the company, the parent company is Alphabet Inc. that owns Google. Uh, and they own what, like uh, a bunch of different things. But mm-hmm. let's see, they hold the largest share of business in the in the US's $278.6 billion digital ad market, as well as the top slot in the $626.8 billion. billion global digital ad market. And um, it's just fascinating to me because I'm not saying that that the allegations are true or untrue. Um, What I'm saying is Google has seemed to carry the water for the left for a very long time now. Um, You know, there are reports that came out that they absolutely did influence and change uh, the election in 2020. So... And, and by the way, just by mere, like, they decide what shows up and what doesn't when you're searching for particular political candidates, you know, when you're searching for the background information on these candidates, when you're searching what their platforms are, they are actually shaping your narrative. And certainly they're not doing conservatives any favors. So it's just fascinating to me that the government would put Google in their crosshairs for any reason, true or untrue. It just feels like, why do they pick this battle? And again, I'm coming at it from an angle of like, I don't trust the government for anything. um, And I don't, specifically the DOJ or the FBI, I think it like just stinks. Yes, there are good men. There are good people who work there within the ranks. I'm talking about the top. Mm -hmm. So it's just fascinating to me that they would even move to do this right now.
2: I remember when... You know, when Trump was running, President Trump was running against Hillary Clinton, in Google, you would type in the word Hillary. That's all you type in. And Hillary Clinton, it would auto-populate. Hillary Clinton, you know, Google can auto you know give you a selection to auto-populate. And then it would show you all the polling places in your region. And then you would go and you would type the word, word Donald J. Trump and it would be nothing. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't auto populate. Of, of course, Google has played a part in this. Here's what I when I saw the story break. Here's what I thought immediately. Uh oh, someone inside Google had enough, and they're not playing ball anymore. And this is a oh, you're gonna you're gonna turn on us. Mm-hmm. We're coming for you. Mm. We're gonna weaponize the DOJ against you. That I firmly believe. Until proven wrong, that's what happened here. And it's got something to do with inflation. It's got something to do with pressure. It's got something to do with economics mm-hmm. and the market and shifts and maybe somebody in Google's like, well, hey, listen, we're gonna take a we're gonna take a bit of a hiatus, and and you know maybe we're gonna step aside for a season. And like, oh no, you're not. No, 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 no. You are our agency.
0: Right. Right.
2: You speak for us. You filter for us. Yeah. Is what I feel, Sarah.
0: Well, because add to this, um, the FEC complaint that was filed by the Republican National Committee, um, when was it? In April of last year, that they said that, which I 110% believe that Google was suppressing their emails, right? Um, they, were, they were categorizing it as spam, so it was going to everyone's spam filter, so no one was seeing the emails that the RNC was sending. But it's like, Well, when the DOJ hops on the bandwagon of saying, Mm -hmm. hey, Google is biased, and the RNC were the ones who were like, they're biased against us, you're like, hold on a second.
2: We're siding together now?
0: Yeah, you guys (laughs) never side Uh -uh. with the RNC on Uh -uh. anything, so I don't trust this for a second. Uh
1: -uh. Yeah, it is tough to kind of infer a motivation. If I had to put on my tinfoil hat, I would guess it would maybe be something like them trying to be ahead of the curve for what they see right around the corner, which is a Republican uh, base and Mm -hmm. therefore a Republican party that is increasingly comfortable with talking about waging war on big tech. Mm -hmm. And we have been for so long disenfranchised by these platforms. The average Republican voter wants like blood, like they want to see the antitrust legislation against Google. And so if I were kind of seeing the way that the country is going, I mean, even recent polling showing like Biden versus Trump, Trump's up like seven or eight points or something, I would probably do something like this to try to say break up Google Google, knowing that if we could have you know smaller subsidiaries or divisions that are still overwhelmingly biased towards left-leaning ideas, well, then it's like, what are Republicans going to do? Are they really going to suggest that we're supposed to censor speech based on political affiliation? Their voters probably wouldn't go for that. So it allows them to basically do away with this big villain of Google and be like, well, now you've got all these other companies doing it. And you know, it's not our fault that they all just so happen to be very far left. This is just the free market at work, right? And I think it would take Republicans a few more years, actually, to kind of take that and then find out what to do with it from there. Meanwhile, we're still getting censored. We're still getting deplatformed unless Elon Musk comes through and, I don't know, buys Google, buys the Washington Post or something.
0: Okay, I love that you brought that up because the Washington Post, so um, Jeff Bezos is, he's, He's done with the Washington Post. He wants to buy an NFL team instead.
1: The Redskins, yeah. Or excuse me, the Commanders.
0: What? I cannot believe you just you just committed hate speech on how, my show. Wait, how did I do that? You you actually said the the old Washington Football. Now he's going to kick Kicked off the. Would boys. you like me to more accurately
1: <laughs> describe their behavior? I can do that. But you know what's funny is I've noticed like a very and this is like the nature of men. I don't want to use the phrase, but let's we'll call it like a maybe a peeing contest between Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos <laughs> mm-hmm. with like certain statements that Bezos has been making trying to like appeal to this sort of like right-wing coalition that wants to hype him up. What if Jeff Bezos bought the Washington Commanders and simply renamed it to the Washington Redskins
2: trying to like become like the next guy like Elon Musk Hey, I tell you, a lot of people will will support that, especially the Native Americans. It may be a little bit of back to the, I've got so much to say about Bezos and, and Musk, but back to this conversation, it may be a little bit of reverse psychology. You know, mob bosses used to do this in the past that they would go in and break the hand of their best guy in front of the other guys. Mm-hmm. And the guys would go, what did he do wrong? Nothing. I'm just reminding you who carries the stick. And so maybe Google did nothing. They're just saying, hey, there's an election coming. It's going to remind you. Mm-hmm. It's just going to remind you who, who you who you answer to. So we're going to investigate you publicly so that you don't break rank when the red phone you know, is used to say, um, suppress
0: some emails again, please. Right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, DOJ. And if you do, this all goes away.
2: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right? It makes a lot of so, sense, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that the mob bosses use that tactic often, often, often. So just thinking.
0: Well, by the way, so going back to the, uh, the Washington Post story. So allegedly, Jeff Bezos is denying that that's the case. However, they, I mean, the Washington Post is not doing well. No. They, I, I believe the latest report that I read said that they had lost 500,000 subscribers. Uh, they have layoffs that are coming. They've just started layoffs following his latest newsroom visit. Um, so it's not, I guess, when you peddle in fiction mm-hmm. and political narratives, I, it, apparently it doesn't pay off, which is, I'm not gonna lie, really nice to see. Um, couldn't have happened to a more deserving group of people. may also
2: be a way for Washington to never win a Super Bowl again. let let Bezos buy them. Because <laughs> yeah. they'll come out on tutus, rainbow-colored yeah. tutus. Yeah, yeah. I, Can't it's... tackle them.
1: What? I'm just imagining a scenario where <laughs> that happens, and then you've got the, like, so humiliated and deracinated like, Indian warrior culture who's like, I've had enough of this. And they have, like, one last stand, and they just go, like, slaughter all of the football team people, like,
0: all these, this like, This just took a really dark turn.
1: But that'd be, like, cool, right? I like, was going to that do that would no. be very rainbows very you. <laughs> like, you got, like, all these Indian storming the field, they're like, scalping all these people. Get
0: the show tracks. back on track. <laughs> that'd that'd moving awesome. right along. Um, so, an attorney for uh, former vice president Mike Pence apparently found about a dozen documents marked classified at Mike Pence's home in Indiana. They have turned over the, uh, the documents to the FBI. And this is, this is the story that, we're gonna, that we've received, okay? I'm just going to tell you what Mike Pence's team said they said that Mike Pence directed his team to search his home and his office at his political advocacy group following revelations that classified documents had been discovered in Biden's office and at his home. They said no classified papers turned up at his office, but he did have the classified documents at his home. Now, very fascinating to me because, you know, I I tweeted this earlier. I said, you know, what what is going on? Like, what is going on? And people were like, well, politicians don't follow the rules. And I'm like, got that part of it. That's not my question. I always have known that. I'm sure they all have all sorts of documents that none of them are supposed to have. My issue is... I don't trust why all of a sudden all of these politicians are doing what voluntary, uh, you know, you know what I'm going to do today. I'm going to go through every single document that I've ever owned. And I'm just going to double check, triple check, quadruple check to make sure that I don't have any documents that I'm not supposed to have. And then you have their lawyers come through them. And then when they find them, they self-report. Like, does that sound like politicians as you know them to be?
2: No, and, and t- correct me if I'm wrong here, but I think Mike Pence is the only one that's really self-reporting. Biden didn't self-report. Uh, Trump was corroborating. Well, Biden did
0: self-report. In, yeah, okay. his, I mean, his aides did, his right? His aides did, but, but I don't why know. why were his aides in his office going through all of his documents looking? What were they looking for?
2: Yeah, probably that, but I, I don't know so much as, and I'm talking about man-to-man. I mm-hmm. don't know if Biden is the one that initiated that, but well, his right. aides for sure. I would, tr- I would believe that Mike Pence... Well, you never know, you know, it could be a disgruntled employee, or some people go, you know, this is the thing about skeletons in the closet. It's never just you that knows that it's there. They've known for a long time. And if you really want to break this down, who else aided and abetted? But I'm with you, it's a bizarre scenario that's going on at the moment. Um, and you, you would think that they, they try to get ahead of it and circumvent legal ramification but still, I will say this: it, it's still the only one that's truly clear in this is a former president who had the right to declassify documents right, right, and who right, corroborated. Right, right, All, yeah, all the others president. now, all of a sudden, they've broken the law.
0: Well, that's why I'm saying: like, are they? Is there talk of like the the FBI is going to come raid Maybe. every every former president and vice president? That uh, it's like, why why would Mike Pence think that he needed to do this right now?
1: Because it gives permission for the masses to point at Trump as like exclusively and exceptionally bad. Because Mike Pence, a principled conservative, realized that he has these documents, so Mm -hmm. he's gonna present them, I'm up to no good, Or excuse me, I'm not up to know, maybe he is, Mm -hmm. I don't know. But like, look, I'll I'll let you look at him, it's fine. And then people go, oh, well, Trump was the one hiding him. We had to know about this and then raid. So it allows people to view, okay, he has documents. Well, at least he was straightforward about it. He wasn't really up to anything bad. Joe Biden had documents, but they came forward. His aides did, his team did, or whatever. But Donald Trump, he was hiding these documents and he was up to no good. And therefore, we should indict him and prevent him from running for president again.
0: Even though, again... Trump would be the only one who would have some Correct. sort of an excuse, which is I'm president. Mm-hmm. I would, I can almost guarantee you uh, if Trump were asked about this, he would make very clear he did not declassify the documents that oh, Mike yeah. Pence had. It would be had. a different
2: story than between Obama and Biden that's yes. playing off right yeah. now. yeah, yeah, I, w- no, I would imagine. No doubt, but it makes you think, though, how successful was that raid on Trump, though? Mm. It's, it almost feels like... The Republicans are on their heels. Okay, I'm going to go through and offer it up because I don't want to get swatted. You know, P- Pence. Maybe, yeah. Ex- if he truly. It's bizarre, though. It's weird.
0: Well, it is. And, and again, because I trust none of them, I'm looking at this. And and because I agree with you, I, I feel like it's to prove a point. But I went a different way, John. And I wondered, is he, because, I mean, look, Pence is, I, I wouldn't call him ultra conservative, right? Um, I think think he's very establishment kind of part of the problem, I was like, maybe this was just all a ploy to make Joe's look less serious, right? Like, oh, come on, mm. all, a bunch of vice presidents have these documents. It's not a big deal. Don't worry about it. You know, just ch- trying to make it seem more normal and normalize them having all of these documents, which actually I do think it's normal. So,
2: yeah. Are we going to see the Clinton campaign come out now yeah, retroactively and we're we going back to Bush and Bush and. Well, how far? How far back are we going to go? Because Clinton got hey, rid of
0: her documents a long time ago.
2: Well, she got rid of hers, but her husband. Yeah. Maybe she got rid of her husband's too. She they, got rid of all these. They lovers. threw all those
1: out to make room for the furniture that they stole and the paintings. Oh. Do you remember that? Isn't that a thing that happened? They like stole a bunch of stuff from the White
2: House and they moved out.
0: Oh, that's. I forgot about that.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look, I can go that's in funny. a whole nother way. We can talk Haitian children, all kinds oh, of boy. things that was stolen.
0: Oh boy. Um, all right, we've uh, we got to take a quick break. First, we, we want to thank our sponsor, Birch Gold. So obviously things are not what you would call great uh, in this country right now when it comes to, you know, taxing and spending, uh, the administration turning a blind eye to inflation, um, kind of puts the, all of that at odds with your goals of securing your savings. So look, when you are finally tired of that and you really want to put your money where you can, historically speaking, you can know that it will be safe and secure. You need to diversify into gold with birch gold. Uh, I would not say this to you guys if I was not actually taking this sort of feedback and doing it in my own life, right? We have just diversified uh, a lot of our retirement money, uh, money that we have saved and earned, and we have put it in a tax-sheltered retirement account, which, by the way, Birch Gold makes it very, very easy to convert any existing IRA or 401k into a precious metals IRA. Uh, Here's what you need to do. It's very, very easy. You just text the word Y, W-H-Y, to 989898. It's not going to cost you anything. You're not going to pay anything. They're going to send you a free information kit on gold and they're going to explain to you why gold and silver uh, have historically been the most secure uh, thing to diversify in so you got to protect yourself by texting the word why that's w-h-y to nine eight nine eight nine eight so an fda committee uh is set to meet this week regarding covid19 vaccinations and recommendations for the future um, this is tomorrow, this is scheduled for, and it is the uh, Vaccines and Related Biological Products Advisory Committee meeting. They are hoping that they will, this is what they're going to talk about, okay? Uh, they want to make the schedule, the immunization schedule, easier by giving specific types of children, immunocompromised people and older people two shots but only one to other people. It also, of course, wants the panel to think about making a system for vaccination recommendations uh, akin to the way the flu shot is handled every year, so you will get your annual uh, COVID-19 shot. It did say in this document explaining what they are planning to talk about that uh, the rollout has been associated with significant implementation complexities And uh, because of this and other available information, a move to a single vaccine composition for primary and booster vaccinations should be considered. Uh, They say that uh, young people, I just want you to hear me correctly. Young people who may not have been exposed to COVID-19, as well as older people and those with compromised immune systems, might need to get two. So, yes, you heard me correctly. Young people. Who are the least at risk for any sort of adverse reaction or negative outcome for this particular uh, virus? They don't want them to get one. They want them to get two shots now to, you know, protect them.
2: You would think, and I hope I don't get us in trouble here, but I mean, say it frankly, my dear. Um, you would think in a time where we are now heavily looking into vaccine injury. You may want to halt the program for kids just for a little bit mm-hmm. till we get some information. You would think that's sanity. That makes sense, right? That shows you how little they actually care. As this, I mean, there's, there's quite an outcry by public saying, uh, people are dropping over. 18-year-olds are having heart attacks. Could it potentially be related to vaccine injury? You would common sense and actually just human dignity for a CEO of Pfizer would say, hey, that kids program we're running, where we want to double vaccine, let's hold that one for a minute until we make sure that that we're not going to harm children. They don't give a rip. They double down. Two vaccines for those, thank you. Mm-hmm. Double shot order.
1: I remember even the like caricature in my head of what was going to happen. When it began to play out in front of me, it was actually kind of shocking to see. I mean, you're seeing like several articles a day of celebrities, athletes, children, just all of a sudden just dropping. And nobody wants to really have that conversation. And when you try to, they like literally are more offended at the idea that you're like some anti-science person than at the idea that this could possibly be linked to that thing that they've spent the last several years shilling. So it really is a a dehumanizing experience all around, not only because of how we're being treated like cattle, but also because our fellow cattle are so blind to what's actually going on. Because they took the vax, John. It's true. They want to be. They right. don't want they to want wake to up right. in the morning
2: yeah. and go. Um, okay, wait a minute. Should I potentially consider that I could be harmed by this? Mm-hmm. Fa- they don't want. It's out of sight, out of mind. The they don't of- see no evil, here, no evil. Nope. Not talking about it. No accountability over here. You took the vaccine. That's your choice. I mean, I'm not. I never told someone to take it or not take mm-hmm. it. Okay. Since said you come to me, I got some lead. Okay, and put some holes in you, right? But now that we're seeing that, hey, maybe, that's why they don't want to talk about it, because they were part of the program. It stings a little.
0: Yeah, oh, 100%. I, I It would just be very fascinating to see how they move forward. And uh, when I say they, I mean two different subsets here. I mean the government, obviously, the FDA, how, how are they going to push it? Um, but also how the American people are going to react to it, because... Uh, there's been, what, 15.3%, that's it, of all of the entire United States population who have gotten this uh, second booster dose. 15.3%. So who is going, I mean, it sounds a whole lot like for all the people who won't admit, right, they won't admit that they may perhaps rushed to go get something that may not have been good for them, that may not have actually even helped them, they're not going back to get further no, ones. No. So they clearly know deep yeah. down They've that learned. something is ro- yeah. Maybe it's, m- we don't know if something is wrong. Yes. So let me just wait because as it turns out at the same time that I'm finding out that this particular virus is not as dangerous and deadly as I thought. I'm also finding out that this particular injection may actually be way more dangerous and deadly than I thought. Uh, I'm not going to go get the the additional one. So it, it really is fascinating to me because I completely agree with you that they don't want to admit to themselves that they have, that they could, I, I'm not calling them dumb, but I'm saying I would think in your head, you go, how could I have been so dumb? How could I have been so stupid? How could I have, why did I trust I them? Why did I, right, right, I right. And you want to blame yourself. So it's like, I agree. I think that they understand that they that they didn't, do the right thing. They won't tell you that, though. And this is this is further evidence that they know that this there's something very wrong here, or yes. at least it looks to They're be. They're not going to do it again, is what right? You're
1: yeah. It's interesting too because I think it's common sense to want to evaluate something before you inject it into your body. Mm-hmm. And because that's common sense, a lot of people who are actually very intelligent viewed that opinion to be like low class just because, you know, you've got, yeah, uneducated people, lower class people thinking that way just because it's common sense. And so there were a lot of people who ended up actually going through with it who now have the integrity, of course, to come out and say, I shouldn't have done that. But it's incredible to think, like, frankly, Jordan Peterson actually believed that getting it would get these people to stop. And now he's, you know, to his credit, come out and said that was ridiculous. I don't know why I thought that. But it's just like crazy that this guy would actually think that. I mean, he's so smart. How did he not see it on this one issue?
2: There's yeah. a lot of voices, John, as you know. Look, I'm, can I can speak freely to you. I truly do. This is why for me, the Word of God has to be my rudder, and there has to be some plumb line in your life that you can balance things off of. When you just have a myriad of voices speaking, then you, it's about pick your champion. And, and if predominantly, everybody goes, well, Fauci's my champion. Then you just it's just hurt group think. Mm-hmm. And I think we saw a two-year period where people just stopped thinking. They just kind of... Jumped in the lazy river, and floated Mm -hmm. for a minute. And now, to your point, they go, "Been there, done that. Maybe don't do that again this time around, and definitely, hopefully, not with your children." Please, right?
0: Yeah. Um, All right, we've got to uh, we got to take another quick break. We'll be back with more of what we want to thank our sponsor, Keeps. So, if you are One of, uh, you know, a lot of men this happens to, you can't blame yourself, it's just in your DNA that maybe you're noticing a little bit more hair loss uh, than you would like to notice in the mirror when you look there. Listen, you can save your hair with Keeps. They have the same clinically proven, FDA-approved hair loss treatments available online, so... Here's the deal, not only are you going to be able to do it from the comfort of your own home, you take a couple pictures, you send it in, and they ship everything directly to you, you're not gonna have to wait in waiting rooms, uh, pharmacies, go wait for your doctor, which oftentimes they're running super late. You don't have to deal with all of that. But also, Keeps is generic. They have all of the generic formulas, so they're gonna save you a ton of money. On top of the money that they are already saving you, I'm going to save you some money. If you go to keeps.com slash y, you're going to get a special offer. If you go to keeps.com slash y, keeps.com slash y. So the identities of several perpetrators in connection with the anti-police riots in Atlanta over the weekend that we covered yesterday have been revealed. And uh, look, we heard this from the police chief when they gave their press conference. He said uh, most of these people were not even from here. They came in from other places and uh, he was not wrong. Many of them are wealthy activists who came to Atlanta from other states, completely different states. So this is Francis Carroll, 22, Emily Murphy, 37. Uh, they are both from Maine, I believe. Uh, Ivan Ferguson of Nevada. There was someone from Tennessee. There was someone from Washington State. And uh, only one of the suspects, Graham Evett, was a Georgia resident and apparently all come from very wealthy families where I guess their parents are like, yeah, sure, honey, we'll pay for your iPhones. We'll pay for all, you know, this cush life. We'll pay for your plane ticket. We'll buy your food while you're out at those restaurants. You're gonna go role play with your little friends where you all dress in black and it's just so cute whenever you do that and you burn down buildings. Oh, by the way, they're all white. So there's that. Yeah, this was them over the weekend, some of the footage. Um, because, you know, trying to, you know, pop explosives in the middle of the street, trying to break into a bank as if that would be a good idea. These are really, really, really good people. Uh, well, there's another suspect over there in Atlanta, an Antifa suspect who apparently is the daughter of a global diversity expert, uh, who (laughs) worked at CNN, which... Is not shocking at all. Um, but uh, this is, okay, so this is the, the middle one. And uh, this is one of seven activists who were arrested at this public, the future public safety training center. And uh, you guys will be shocked to hear this is a mental health consultant. So this is, these are, these, you know what? I could go off on a whole long tangent about the people who are actually in the mental health industry yep. are just... Yeah. Mm, we are not checking these people enough to make sure that they themselves are not the crazy ones, and it turns out at least this one is. Uh, but uh, are you shocked, Yaku? Or are you no, just no, shocked un- to hear?
2: Unfortunately, it rings true. Every shrink needs a shrink, right? Or you ask Jeff ask Jeff Younger, his former ex-wife, who is a child therapist, mm-hmm. you know, promoting gender mutilation and on their own son, etc. So no, I'm not. I'm not shocked, but. Look, we have bred a true group of deplorables. The true group through BLM, Antifa, the riots. We've told these people it's their right. They can burn buildings down. And, and they didn't just go away, they're still there. Mm. That mindset's still alive. They didn't just poof, disappear. We activated them and now I believe they lay dormant and you're gonna see this kind of stuff happen. I really think so, wait, 2024. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I um, so this Shen, this uh, activist whose mother is that global diversity expert, um, also interned at CNN and Reuters too. But um, yeah, that's
2: not birds shocking. of a feather.
0: Yes, exactly. You ever notice
1: how they all kind of like look the same? like they there's always a look to these antifa types they always kind of have the they hair and they
0: dead they, inside they look you mean they,
1: that demonic they look, yeah, crazy they look no. androgynous they mm-hmm. look dysgenic they look like they're like their hormones are ill balanced and you know there is something to be said about that like i think testosterone's down 40 percent or something in the last 40 years in this country and as a young man like you don't develop properly physiologically mm-hmm. mentally if your hormones are imbalanced and i'm imagining the same can be said for young women and you see these people and you can like see that reflected on the way their faces look like they just don't mm-hmm look like a trusting person they always kind of have this weird sort of look about them and I think that uh, my generation is I think probably the most like dysgenic and, yeah. I mean like we're all very overweight, we're all very like mentally and spiritually ill, uh, we have short attention spans. Like, there are very few, I think we're called Zoomers, who actually could function in like normal society if they were plopped into like the 1980s or something like that. So if there's a way forward, we're going to have to address that. I think that the, the Gen Xers and the Millennials are going to have to handpick whichever Zoomers are not completely just done for mm-hmm. and kind of curate them to be able to carry whatever torch is left.
0: Yeah, so like what do you think the cause of that is?
1: The Zoomer generation is mm-hmm. being so well, you know Is it I, social
0: media? Is it the SSRI, right? A, like is a,
1: it's a, part it's a, of it? It's a it's, a, it's a numerous factors. I think that This country began eating things that were very poisonous in uh, Mm some time during the latter half of the 20th century, we'll say like the early 1990s, and then all of a sudden you see everyone starts getting really fat, this whole like mental health culture starts, people are complaining, the prescription drug rates come. So it's like, you know, big pharma, big agriculture. It's all these different things, but people are basically just unhealthy. And my generation is the first generation that doesn't have a taste of the old America. We were just plopped right into this and we were eating this stuff as we're growing up. We're experiencing this very just like depraved, immoral culture Culture, and I think it's taken a toll on our spiritual health and so now we're just like lashing out at existence for existence state, uh, existence sake and you're seeing these people who are going into Atlanta which at one point was like a wonderful city and they're almost like angry and picking at the bones of it because they see what could be a great city and they're angry that it has failed them and they don't get to experience the life that their parents or grandparents did which I don't think they're thinking about on a conscious level but I think there is something subconsciously where they see the potential of this country and they see the decline and they're angry and they're restless and they just want to destroy because they probably don't have the fortitude or the discipline or the attention span to actually try to be
2: disciplined and create something. You see this in Central Africa, John. It's a mentality, there's a great, great scene uh, in Batman where they talk about some people just want to see the world burn. Yes. And you get to that point when You disfranchise people intentionally. Look, we know for a fact, water has been laced with fluoride. The whole fluoride movement in this country, fluoride's good for you, was a complete Mm -hmm. scam. Mm -hmm. Toothpaste, the whole deal. So it's food supply. You have to look at the physical and the spiritual aspect. You remove God out of schools, out of people's lives. You make them demigods, their own deities. You, You make them all little, you know, disciples of some social movement and then you corrupt them in their food supply. We have got the worst Food distribu- distribution network on planet Earth mm-hmm. in this country. I think our food is okay. like illegal in like twenty countries. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Correct. 100%. Yes. And again,
0: a- who controls that? The FDA.
2: Yeah. So it's by design
0: mm-hmm.
2: that they've created these little mini demigod disciples who really are brain dead. The show The Walking Dead is actually quite accurate. We that show is alive today. I mean, they may not quite be zombies yet, but heck, they be. They, they do like
0: look it. like. Put put that mugshot. Put that the mugshot compilation up on the screen again. OK, other than Ivan Ferguson, who apparently is very happy that he yeah, has Ivan gotten arrested. But Ivan still looks like meth, there's
1: some meth in his life at some P- point. There I mean, it some, is. Yeah. People don't realize that, too. Like, there are so many commercials advertising solutions that are always like pills for, yeah, oh, everything. You, you don't have proper energy throughout the day, mm-hmm. you have trouble sleeping, you feel anxious, you feel groggy. That's not supposed to happen. Like Your body is an amazing like machine. It was designed intelligently. There's something wrong with what you're putting into it if yep. these are the results that you're getting and you are what it's you not going to be fixed by some pill or something. Yeah. We made Which? sure we eat crap.
0: Well, and, you know, that also goes to, I know I, I won't get too long on this because I could go for the rest of the show on this, but it goes to the, you know, ADHD epidemic oh, in young yeah. boys. Like, yeah, yeah you're feeding Everything them processed. Right, you're feeding them processed junk and then sending them to school where you're telling them they have to sit still for eight hours. What do, right. yeah. what do you think is going to happen? Right. What do you think is going to. Oh, but to fix it, you're going to medicate them with, you know, uh, God knows what instead of just changing their diet and changing the way that they learn uh, and you educate them. Again, I could go off on this the rest of the show, but I won't because we have more news to cover and we will do that when we come back.
1: Not only the news, but
0: why two. it matters. Thank oh, you. No one else does. Thank, Thank you. you. That tag. Okay. Thank you. Have you guys been following this, uh, this story about the former top FBI agent who was involved in the Trump-Russia uh, probe who was... Apparently, arrested over the weekend for alleged activities with a Russian oligarch. Have you? you? A little bit. Okay. So, this is the uh, Southern District of New York. They unsealed a five count indictment against Charles McGonigal. He's the mm-hmm. former special agent in charge of the New York FBI Counterintelligence Division. And uh, Sergei Shestakov on Monday. So, they were charged with violating, this is allegedly violating and conspiring to violate the International Emergency Economic Powers Act and with conspiring to commit money laundering and with money laundering uh, and Shastakov was also charged for allegedly lying to the FBI um, McGonigal he retired in 2018 but he supervised and participated in investigations of Russian oligarchs and uh, he uh, um, during his time at the FBI, Um, And uh, he was, the Washington Free Beacon reported this, he was involved with the FBI's investigation into the Trump campaign's links to Russia. Now, it's fascinating to me because I saw two different places that people took this. The Mm. left, of course, took this and said, oh, well, this guy was in on it the whole time and he didn't find Trump guilty of anything because he was covering for the Russians and for Trump because he was in on it, which is, I think, ridiculous. And then there was another line of thinking, which was, wow, the people who were, you know, accusing Trump of God knows what were the ones who were doing it the whole time, which is yep. typically the case because that's what the left does is just project, project, project all of the dirty laundry that they're doing and uh, accuse the other side of doing it.
2: Of the two scenarios, and I haven't done a deep dive into this, but at a surface level, I came to that conclusion, your, your scenario B, mm-hmm. that yes... Foxes were in the hen house the whole time. Right. He was compromised, he being the the president of the United States, throughout, uh, had to literally have eyes in the back of his head constantly. And when he told you, the president told you, I cannot trust the FBI, very likely he had intel on characters like this character Mm -hmm. to go, uh, things are not well within my camp because they've been doing it. And of course, then you're going to blame... You know, the guy at the top, point all fingers to him, divert attention from yourself. That was my conclusion. Who knows? But I mean, this kind of stuff has been happening forever since the inception of the FBI, though. You've always had members break rank, double agents, selling information both ways, intentionally, non-intentionally. I mean, this is kind of par for the course. I think it's just now in the age of seeing everything, hearing everything with media. In the past, people didn't discuss these things because it was on page seven you know, of the newspaper, and people didn't really know. Yeah. What was this guy's name?
0: Uh, which one? The, the, it, the United States citizen? Yeah, like Serge... Charles McGonigal. No, Charles. No, Sergey no, S- S- Sergei uh, Shostakov is the, the Russian. The Russian.
1: Sergei Shostakov? Sergei. Sergei? And, I don't know he how was to working. say this. So, so he was working within the FBI? You no, know, he was working
0: with... With the yeah, so so he was working in conjunction with uh, this retired FBI agent named Charles McGonigal.
1: Oh, okay. I thought this like Sergi guy was the guy who was in America working with the FBI, and I was like, You're telling me this like Sergi Chicago doesn't have full loyalty to America? What? That's like crazy.
0: Guys, you would but, not believe it. We actually here at the News and Why It Matters, our panelists find out the news at the same time you do. I'm not
2: very intelligent. So that's great. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Well, I mean hey. Crap. That would have been a good good, good spy novel drama, John, but if only we sent you the topics
0: ahead of time, so you could have oh. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um well we'll have a conversation afterwards M&Ms uh, okay I do want I do want to get to one other story it's kind of a not a light note but um, important to talk about uh, the surge apparently of fentanyl related deaths in Seattle has risen so high mm-hmm. that uh, the, there is a county King County uh, that is they're running out of room to actually store the dead bodies because the morgue is full
2: yep same on the border I just came back from the border mm-hmm. two days ago our morgues are full. Uh, there's mass grave sites on our border. But you have to remember now, Gavin Newsom, cleaning the streets of Los Angeles, are shipping his homeless and his meth addicts and his druggies where? Seattle and Portland. Mm. And it's been going on for over a year. So at some point, the levee's gonna break. At some point they're gonna go, wait a minute, our system is stressed to the max. We don't have, the morgue doesn't have space. The ER doesn't have space. It was always going to happen, always going to happen. And these cities are paying the price for electing their liberal buddies but saying, come over here, put a needle in your arm. Que sera, sera, you can do whatever you want in Portland, you can do whatever you want in Seattle. And oh, by the way, ship us your, your, your broken people versus taking care of them. So this was always going to happen. And that's what's happening on our southern border.
1: Yeah, I think that one of the better positions that Trump has articulated recently is he's calling now openly for the execution of drug dealers, which I think that it is true that you should treat drug addiction as an illness. But I think that profiting off that illness is definitely something you should just be killed for, frankly. And I'm sure you guys have seen this on Twitter the last 24 hours or so. There's been this video going around of uh, like an airport or something in Singapore, I think. And there's like these fountains and this beautiful glass dome. And there's like this little trolley going through and everyone's like, wow, this society looks so advanced. And it's like, well, because they know what it takes to build a civilization. They execute drug dealers. They're very tough on crime. They don't tolerate petty theft. They don't care about stopping and frisking. Like they're willing to do what is necessary 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 to have cool things. Have you been to
2: Singapore? No. Okay, I've been twice. (laughs) Do you know know, no true? Do you know you're not allowed to chew gum in Singapore? I did not know know that. They do go to an extreme where your personal liberties are violated. But you chew gum in Singapore, you're arrested. If you park at a red light for longer than a certain time, you've got to cut your car off for the emissions. I mean, so it does go they will they will execute Yeah, they will execute people. So they've crossed over the balance of what we would tolerate as Americans, but yes. Clean, amazing, tech city, it's stunning, but if I want to chew, I don't chew gum, but if I want to chew gum, the government's not going to tell me not to chew gum. Right. So they go a little far, but yes, I agree with your point, they run a pretty tight civilization
0: on crime.
1: We'll tone it down 10, 15 percent, we'll let you chew gum. When
0: when, when John Doyle is... Uh, well, I was gonna say elected leader, but you're looking for more why would of a I want yeah, why would
1: I want to deal with like the democratic process? That's such a
0: <laughs> headache. Well, to be fair, the Democrats don't like to deal with it either. They're so constantly about a trying poo, to find a takeover, ways. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I got it. I got it. All right, we got to take a break. We'll be back.
2: Yeah, it's a, a stunning city. Singapore is amazing, but it's the people are. Completely-
0: M Ms. Uh, this is, of course, owned by Mars. Announced earlier this week, that it was taking an indefinite pause from using its spokes candies in advertisements following criticisms from some in the media. Now. They didn't mention the latest which we covered on the show where they were like, we're flipping womanhood upside down or something stupid and all of the candies were upside down and it was only some select candies, which I guess were supposed to be like the females and also the the uh, identifying females. I don't really know, it didn't make much sense. But in the statement that they released, um, it, they mentioned something about their shoes because apparently a while back, the green, I, I don't know why I'm still, I'm, I'm telling you the story like with a serious look on my face, About freaking candies, cartoon candies, but I'll finish. Uh, The green M&M used to wear go-go boots, but they changed the green M&M's boots uh, into white sneakers to be more inclusive. Mm. And basically all of that to sum up that apparently M&M is finding out go woke, go broke. So now they've just decided that they need a spokesperson. So they've hired uh, Maya Rudolph to be their spokesperson. I feel like you could have just kept the dumb cartoon candies, um, just like don't push them with an agenda and everything would have been fine. But no, instead they're deciding to just scrap the entire thing.
2: Between having obese children and poisoning people with food yep. and over 70% of America having Candida, look into that. I, I don't know, I've never done this, but maybe maybe this is what I think of M's.
0: Well, there they go, there they go. I legitimately, I'm like, this is the, like, this is super toxic, guys. Turn the bag over and look at the ingredients. It is disgusting, stop putting it in your bodies. John's really excited about the M&Ms in his cup.
1: Yeah. I just like, who's gonna clean
2: that up? Me? I clean up, I <laughs> oh, was God. raised gonna, right. I would not do it if I'm not gonna, gonna, gonna be like, like Doyle You
0: know the the crew up. is like I'm not no. general I'm not Gen Z or millennial crew, I promise you. <laughs> I will clean it, like it up. Spiritually
1: <laughs> antifa just wreaking havoc throughout these.
0: <laughs> thank you guys for being here. And thank you guys, we will see you tomorrow.
1: Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theBlaze.com slash podcasts.